blue skies cool. They seduce us, pulling us irresistibly upwards, reminding us to fly our own line, on our wings, and in life. We are the seekers, adventurers, being one with the air, feeling everything and nothing at once. That's the magic we chase. Follow the call. Find your pure wild flight with NZ Aerosports. Of course, I absolutely love the NZ Aerosports business model. I mean, come on. One glance at an Icarus fuck yeah sticker and you know it lines up perfectly with the fucking pilot mentality. But outside their wonderful use of colorful language and a great company vibe, there's a long list of reasons to say NZ Aerosports fuck yeah. NZ Aerosports blows me away right out of the gate as a canopy manufacturer with a bold offer. They give you 10 jumps on your brand new nylon to decide if you want to keep it, swap it out, or even return it for a refund. I mean seriously, how incredible is that? That's like getting halfway through a prom and deciding you prefer the slightly racier date that goes down faster. Seriously, they do that. If you're not madly in love with your new canopy after 10 jumps, they'll let you swap it out for another size or model or even get your money back. And the range of canopies they've got? Man, they've got a style canopy to fit every jumper and every situation with models you know and trust. Like the Sapphire 3, the perfect choice for the beginner or intermediate canopy pilot. The Crossfire 3, when you're ready to kick it up that elliptical notch. The JFX 2, if you're looking to up your new swoop game. The Leia, as the workhorse and dirt water dirt beast. Or the Petra. The Petra cranks out crazy power and is nothing short of a record breaker. But hey, it's not always about speed either. Take the Kraken. Built as a low pack volume canopy, specifically with wingsuiting in mind, she gives you all the performance you're looking for with the reliability you need that'll have you itching for that next formation, rodeo, or puffy cloud. So, the equipment is top-of-the-line kick-ass stuff, as you already know, but how about the team? Well, the customer service gang is there to sort you out whenever you need them. Maddie and Beto are always there to help with Jen holding the reins. They're available for you at sales at nzaerosports.com, and they've got a kick-ass live chat tool on the website if you're wanting to hit someone up right away. These are the crew you're going to want to talk to to get those custom orders in. With the stock nylon, once you know what you want, they'll have that shit on a FedEx truck as soon as the credit card machine says approved and get you in the air in no time. For your custom orders, you'll be able to get a time frame for building and shipping when you design it, so get to it. And demos. They've got demos in the U.S. available from their partner Rock Sky Market. The whole U.S. demo fleet is there with Sapphire 3, Crossfire 3, Kraken, JFX2, and Leia canopies in a range of sizes. They also offer student and tandem demos in the U.S. Bottom line, every step of the way, NZ Aerosports is there to get you what you need, and I personally couldn't be happier to be teamed up with them here on Lunatic Fringe. Hell, they've even got a special offer for all you Lunatic listeners out there. Just head to pages.nzaerosports.com forward slash into the void. That's pages.nzaerosports.com forward slash into the void and follow the instructions to register a website account with them. You'll score a discount voucher with 20 bucks towards any purchase over $200. I mean, come on. You know you're going to shop with NZ Aerosports, so grab a little extra cash towards that buy and enjoy. The offer is good until the 31st of December and the voucher is good for three months, so go register now. And now, time to get started with Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, brought to you proudly by NZ Aerosports. Fuck yeah. Delta 
coming straight from the cockpit, it's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. Ready, set, go! Back in the can for another edition of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, and as is my habit now, I'm just going to dive straight into it and tell me, who the fuck are you and what do you do? Uh, my name is Gray Milner, and for the moment, I have been in concrete for about 20 years. I've been running a concrete line pump for the last 10 years, and you know, it fucking hurts my body. I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> so pouring concrete for 20 fucking years, man, that's you don't look like you're old enough to have had a 20 year career. Uh, that's what most people say. I started when I was 16 years old. I dropped out of high school, got my GED and started making money right away. I mean, I was I would say there's there's probably really good money in pouring concrete. But fuck, man, that sounds like hard. Yeah, there definitely is. Like I'm I'm, I'm making a great career, but uh yeah, every day I wake up, my back hurts. I fucking go to work. I beat my fucking body up to shit. And so, uh, you know, it's it's fun. I love the people that I work with and everything. But, man, there's more out there than this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, there's you can still have a, um, a great group of people that you work with and a good paycheck and the job can still suck. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I would say pouring <laughs> concrete doesn't exactly inspire a lot of passion. No, it doesn't. But, you know, you know, I've, I've uh, worked for a lot of companies that there's a, a huge artistic uh, part of concrete that I that I really love. You know, I'm a very artistic person. So, you know, the company I used to work for, we did, you know, crazy backyard patios, koi ponds, very artistic work. That's what I love about concrete. But but every day you wake up hurting, you go to sleep yep. hurting and you just wake up and it's 32 degrees and you go and beat your beat your ass to death oh every day. <laughs> man i feel for you i mean i definitely do that does not sound like uh, um doesn't sound like an easy way to to earn a buck right yeah so now why am i talking to a concrete guy on a fucking skydiving podcast <laughs> i mean you right? obviously you uh, um you at some point started jumping out of airplanes yeah yeah about uh eight nine years ago i did my first tandem and i got fucking hooked instantly i i I said, fuck, I'm going to do this, but I never, I never uh, did anything with it. So then about, oh, two years ago, I did my next tandem and I said, fuck, I'm still fucking hooked. <laughs> and then, uh, then, and then I actually did something about it. Uh, I, I jumped at uh, Eugene Skydivers and I talked to them. I was like, I need, I need, I want to get licensed. I want to, I want to keep doing this. Sure. And she said, well, go down to Arizona. This is the best place to go do it. Get your AFF. So the, two days later i signed up for it, went down to Arizona, got my aid license. Really? And I was hooked by, you know, I was hooked instantly by the community, by the people down there. It was just amazing, amazing sure. experience. So yeah. you, you did your first tandem in Oregon. Did, did, did uh, they not have a, an AFF program or were you fighting Oregon weather? Yeah, that's what it was. They do have an AFF program here, but uh, I didn't want to wait till the next summer. I sure. wanted it right now. Sure. Yeah. So I went down to Arizona and got it. I went. I went down there for the um, whatever it's called, the exceeded program, where you just do it in a week. Sure. See, that's so I really... went down there, stayed stayed in the bunkhouse for the week. You know, the shitty ass bunkhouse, and and did my fucking AFF program and got it over with, and it was just an amazing experience. I got nice, to see on the community, the people down there. 
I uh, I actually stayed in that bunkhouse many moons ago when I was getting my AFF yeah. instructor's rating. Um, and nice. same thing. It was a crash course and and uh, just went down there and got the shit kicked out of me. But what a great place. And oh, yeah, it's awesome. You've already in, in the first uh, uh, 10 minutes of the podcast, you've already mentioned twice uh, the community involved in skydiving. How cool is it that you're in Oregon and you've got an instructor sending you to another state to spend a right. fuckload of money so that you can get right. licensed? That doesn't happen right. in a lot of other uh, industries. Right. They want to like they want to bring you into their own place. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Africa and what what uh, her husband's name is. They just said, go down to Arizona. There's so much experience, so much knowledge to learn down there. And they were they were right, man. The sure. fucking knowledge that I learned down there and the people that were down there were just fucking amazing. Oh, well, dude, I mean, uh, Arizona, uh, Eloy and, and a few other drop zones, Eloy, Paris Valley, um, DeLand out in Florida, um, Elsinore are iconic drop zones, not just for the events and the community, but for the talent that's there. Right. I mean, yeah. The top of the top of the top of the pyramid. Oh man. I met zones. people that I met people that I like, I watch YouTube videos. I'm like, I've, I've, I've watched videos of you over and over again, man. I'm yep. like, you're fucking famous to me. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's so cool. I, I just, uh, um, I just had my, uh, as, uh, as horrible as it sounds, just had my, 13 year friend anniversary with Omar Al-Hijalan. And he was one of the guys that I grew up in the sport watching uh, these videos, you know, watching this incredible stuff, the Chronicles videos and him doing his uh, meditation pose and free fall with cross legged. Right. And next thing you know, I'm not just bumping into him, but becoming friends with him. And I'm like, where else does this happen? You know, right. a, a baseball right. player doesn't accidentally bump into a professional, you know, baseball player and become friends. Right. Yeah. It do doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. That's it, like, that's what I love. That's like, it's a huge community, but it's so small. That's, yes. It's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. I fell in love with it instantly. Nice. Nice. So you, you did the first tandem, fell in love with it and life gets in the way as it will do. Uh, you do that yeah. second tandem and life didn't get in the way this time. And so you headed on down to Arizona and cranked out and, and got your license. Now, we yeah. actually met on the Beginner Skydiving Forum on Facebook, um, yeah. which I think is a wonderful resource for jumpers coming up. Uh, so for those they guys, do. how was that AFF course? Um, how did you find the entire course to be going through it? Did you have any any hitches? Because you'd only done two tandems. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I did uh, two cams before I went down there. Um, I fucking went, I breezed through the course. Nice. It was, I did the accelerated program. I didn't re-jump any jumps or anything. Nice. I, uh, my trainer, Alaska Sean, fucking key-ass dude, man. He was fucking awesome. He, I felt super confident after going through that whole program. And, like, he trained me really smart, really fucking, you know, stable, sure. concentrated, and, and did you do uh did you do any tunnel time along with it? We the first day we were down there, we had about 10 minutes of tunnel time before we actually jumped. And um that helped. And um the guy that trained me in the tunnel, he was a fucking awesome dude too. And like sure. the, the entire experience in Arizona was just fucking so amazing. That's what made me fall in love with it. I bet it was I bet. Just so fun. 
Well, I mean, and anybody that's listened to the podcast even a little bit has heard me say a million times uh, when it all boils down to it, the community keeps people in skydiving for life much more than the jumps. It is. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the jumps are fucking amazing and the shit that the human body can do in free fall and the stuff that we've figured out how to do as a collective sport is incredible. But right. there's nothing funner than a good bonfire or, you know, that first right. cup of coffee in the morning and you never know what's going to oh, come yeah. out of somebody's mouth. Oh, man, dude, like I like, you know, I grew up in Eugene, you know, we have the Oregon Country Fair. You know, yep. you know about that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it, that. That's what like that's what I fell in love with down there. It's like that same vibe with a extreme sport side to it. Sure. It's that whole vibe of just like everyone looking out for each other, man. We're all we're all doing the same thing and we're all looking out for each other. And it's just it's just that's a beautiful fucking thing. It really is. It really is. And it's it's kind of funny because uh, um, you'll sit and have this amazing community of people. And when you're not, you know, getting geared up and going and loading an airplane, if it's just a bunch of people sitting around drinking beer you look around at the collection of people that you have and it's tough to envision that these are hardcore extreme sports athletes because it's just a bunch of people kicking their feet up with some beers and you would you just wouldn't right. think which is so right. fucking cool yeah yeah it, it, <laughs> it really is, is. so you you got yeah. through your aff program did you get all the way through your a license down there or just through aff yeah no i did the whole a license thing and wow I was there for another uh, three days after that. I rented a rig, got up, got another five jumps on me. and Nice. It, it's, uh, um, I just saw another post on the same forum that we were on uh, about a kid trying to get through and wanted to bang out AFF in a week. And I, like a lot of people, uh, gave the recommendation that that's pretty aggressive. And it, has, it is a really aggressive um, time frame to get all the way through your A license. Um, you got through it easily, but were you pretty destroyed afterwards? I mean, were you beat up? A little bit, a little bit actually more than I was expecting. Sure. You know, I didn't, I was like, you know, falling through the air. How much is, how much energy is, is that going to take? <laughs> but yeah, I went through that seven days and I, the, when I uh, got my A license the next day, I got my A license on a Friday, that Saturday, I fucking slept all day long. Yeah, I didn't even realize how beat up I was until yep. I was like, "Holy fuck, I'm fucking beat up and tired." Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I I think people really underestimate just how tiring the mental side of things are too. Yeah, it is exactly. so fucking draining having to think over and over and over again. And oh I mean, yeah, not like there's a little bit of pressure to you know fucking perform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, a thing just falling through the air. It's like, oh, you just fall. Right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It's, it, it's a pretty intense thing. So I can imagine. And that was the advice that most of the people gave the kid that was asking was it can be done, but be prepared, man. This is no joke. So you head back I mean, to, yeah, please go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, you know, I was, I was used to, and I've been doing concrete for 20 years. So I was used to beating up my body. Mm. So I was like, you know, I can fucking handle this, but uh, <laughs> right. yeah. So I got my uh, a license on a Friday. So that Saturday. And also once you get your a license, no one else to like tell you what to do or where to go after that. They kind of right. just throw you to the wolves. Right. And so, so I like that Saturday, I was kind of like, Oh fuck, what do I do now? How do I do this? Like, where right. am I at in this whole community? Sure. So that, that's a kind of a weird transition from the schooling. Cause you go to the school every day. You know where you're at. You know what you're supposed to do. And then they're like, all right, well, 
do it on your own. Sure. So this kind of the weird feeling of like, holy shit, now I have to do this whole thing by myself and I'm beat the shit up. <laughs> right. Well, it is very daunting. And I think people don't uh, give enough attention to that transitional period. And that's one of the nice things that's changed about the sport since I started was there are so many uh, mentors programs and so many coaches out there that are, are trying to find people that are clearly, you know, deer in the headlights, just looking around. Right. Going, the fuck do i do now <laughs> yeah yeah that's, yeah that's, that's another time. beautiful thing yeah it really is yeah well, that's what i really like there's there's people like willing to just bring you into it and they're they're willing to take these new people and say hey man i'm going to teach you because it's such a beautiful sport and i want you to bring you into it oh yes absolutely i mean when it all yeah. boils down to it we're just looking for more people to play with Right. <laughs> We're a bunch of fucking children. We're just looking for more people to right. play with. One of yeah. the uh, one of the sponsors of the podcast and a guy that uh, takes the hot seat and does interviews for us um, is uh, Brian Casserly, uh, who owns uh, Pussfoot. And it's this extreme sports collective and mentorship type of program. And he does the boogie circuit um, all around uh, the U.S., specifically looking for those freshly minted, you know, ink still drying on your forehead, a license guys, nice. uh, guys and girls specifically to go, all right, let's go have some fun and just do, yeah. you know, bullshit goofball jumps and, and slowly right. start building confidence and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Get, get you used to into the everything. Yeah. Yeah. So now you got back to Oregon and it's no longer uh, Arizona weather. And, and uh... <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't even jumped in Oregon yet, man. I'm, I'm, I have like two weeks left until my fucking a license goes bad and I'm trying to get up to PNW and their plans getting worked on right now. I literally have two weeks and their plans going to get ready in the next week and a half. Do I, before I have to jump <laughs> do i see a road trip coming somewhere uh close oh, by fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm like right there <laughs> well i'll tell you what man uh you start heading uh west and uh and uh south up the coast and all you got to do is hit well yeah you hit california you'll hit skydance first and then you'll go yeah. through you know bay area monterey and then up into to uh la so just some drop yeah. zones half a day oh, well yeah, yeah. Th three quarters of a day you'll be there <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> so now the reason that I reached out to you and the reason that uh, I really wanted to do a podcast with you is you put a post up on the beginner skydiving forum that what surprised me was it got, it didn't surprise me that it got a lot of really positive stuff. It surprised me that it actually got a few negative comments as well. Um, right. But what was the post to uh, explain to people listening what, uh, what you were saying? Well, uh, yeah, I, you know, like I said, I've been doing concrete for 20 years. I have a, I've been working for a concrete pump company for the last 10 years. I'm about to be a, a, a manager there, mm. but I fell in love with skydiving and um, I've decided to like sell my house, sell my truck, buy a motorhome, and go on the road and pursue a career in skydiving. And not even like, that's not even like, that's, most of it, but just, I wanted to go be a vagabond. I've always wanted to be a vagabond. I've always wanted to get away, get away from this, you know, social norm of, uh, you're supposed to graduate college, buy a house, get a family, be in debt the rest of your life, you know, <laughs> right. That, that, all that fucking bullshit, man. I want to get away from that. And 
now I actually have a reason to go do this. Sure. <laughs> and a community that will wholeheartedly embrace that you. That will fucking accept it for, for nothing. <laughs> that was that was actually one of the things that surprised me about that post is I naturally expected everybody to be like, fuck yes, man, go for it. And right. there, were, there were actually a few people giving you shit for the choice. There, Yeah, there were, yeah. I was really surprised because that in general is not the skydiving community that I know. It's, it, right. it, was, it was kind of funny because uh, I know two different types of people in skydiving primarily. There's the first that are going to go, fuck yes, go for it because we want to see these amazing adventures that you're going to have. And, and we right. embrace that choice. And then there's the skydivers that are going to say, fuck yes, go for it. Cause they want to see how messy it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you know yeah one of the two but they should always be really accepting and um i i honestly like one of the best comments that i saw you got was from a guy by the name of dan bc and if you don't know who dan bc is he's like top of the pyramid rock star 30 plus year competitor instructor um okay and he was one of the guys that was telling you he did exactly that he chucked it all oh yeah and yeah. became a became a professional skydiver and now yeah i think that was one of the guys that i wanted to reach out to yeah man so he actually wrote a book called above all else and and uh, um right i had him on the podcast he was probably one of the first 10 guests i had on a few years ago and the guy's just got this incredibly inspirational story and the teams that he flew for and the gold medals and all of this stuff and you should reach out to him because man talk about a wealth of knowledge that is dan bc right yeah, 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 for sure. So now, is there a, a plan in place, or you're just kind of slowly gearing yourself up towards it? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah, kind of like no plan. I'm kind of fucking terrified to fucking go do this, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually a good thing to do in life: just be, just to go out there and be fucking terrified because yeah, I'm kind of sick of this whole like you know planned out fucking life, or you sure. know you're supposed to have this career for forty years and then you try to retire and you know, and in my life, this world's coming to shit here pretty fucking soon. So right, right. Why fucking work for fifty years and then what? Not be able to retire and and regret your whole life that you did. Sure. Well, and and right. I would imagine you still got a bit of a safety net because you've been doing the concrete thing for so long. It's not like you can't reestablish yourself, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My if, if I if the worst case scenario, I'd tuck tail and come back to Oregon. My boss would hire me back in the industry, and like I have, I have an entire community here that would take me back, you know, whenever. I, now, have you talked to any of them about your plan to to head out? I have not told my boss yet. <laughs> <Chicken shit. laughs> so I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Luckily for you, this is an obscure enough podcast still that the odds of your right. boss hearing this are pretty slim. Pretty slim. So <laughs> do you have a time frame in mind? I mean, are you like just waiting for the weather to, ch to change a bit? <laughs> uh, a little bit. Um, I'm planning on leaving about August, the end of the summer here. So I'm going to like save up and, um, you know, the housing market is fucking crazy right now. If, and uh, so I'm planning on selling the house when the market is fucking stacked up right now. And sure leave home with the motorhome with a little cash in my pocket and fucking see what the world gives me man all right all right use a dog yeah. uh, and rv and some cash oh yeah okay. nice now, what could possibly dog. go wrong <laughs> so <Right>? um, <laughs> have you aimed yourself in a direction like do you know where in the country you want to go and and the kind of spots you want to 
Absolutely. I'm kind of giving myself this first year to actually um, have fun with my traveling nice. and actually get my jumps up and actually focus on getting my ratings up and, you know, getting my rigor stick here or like and just anything. I'm going to go uh, with the whole aspect, the entire aspect of skydiving. I'm just sure. going to dive into it, go into every aspect of it and see what happens and see where I see where I love to go into and see where see what happens well so now here's the really fucking cool part about skydiving well one of the really cool parts but it's a it's a big enough community that there's tons of opportunity but it's a small enough community that everybody knows everybody or somebody that does know everybody so i've I've already got a fucking plan for you and every jumper you meet (laughs) is gonna have a plan for you so fucking a I just interviewed a good friend of mine by the name of Jarrett Martin. Uh, Jarrett Martin and uh, his family run Summit Parachute Systems out of Arizona, and they're right next door to Eloy. They're like 10 minutes from the drop zone. Uh, and Jarrett is, um, gives amazing rigging courses. So you can start from zero to hero and be a rigger. Now, one of the things I think I'm sure you saw in your initial post was a great place to start working-wise in the sport is packing. Yeah, like, get like, on the map. Yeah, that's the fucking spot. Well, if you yeah. can walk into it not just as a packer, but go through as a rigger as well. Oh, right. fucking hell! So, right when we're done off the podcast, I'm going to give you contact information so you can get a hold of Jarrett Martin. I highly recommend, man. If that's the route you're going to go, I would go. Oh, fuck yeah, man! Straight to Arizona, rack up a couple of jumps there, and go through his rigging course. It's a fucking week long course. Right. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I'll take it, man. And there are so many amazing drop zones that you're going to be able to go to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm excited about. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not only excited about to go to drop zones, just to see the country, man. That, that, like, while I have the youth and the energy, just to go out and see this fucking world. That's sure. that's the main reason I'm doing this. Like, I'm not, you know, working your entire life and then what? You retire at at 65 and then what you have you barely have the energy to go do anything you go sure. fishing sometimes like fuck that shit man right that social conditioning shit bullshit man <laughs> well and nowadays if you're lucky enough to be able to retire at 65 right I mean, exactly i yeah. i just naturally assume that by the time i get to stop flying airplanes and stop working in that respect i'm just gonna have to go get a job at a coffee shop <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i know and that's that's the other thing you know in in 30 years when i'm at the retirement age is there going to be retirement is there going to be medicare social security bullshit there's not there's not no. going to be this world's going to shit man and, <laughs> so, I, so that's you know i want to go appreciate it while i still have the energy to do this which is i mean honestly it's um it's the best optimistic slash pessimistic view you can possibly have yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it's going down the toilet i'm gonna grab a raft and fucking enjoy the ride fucking a yeah <laughs> try and get as yeah, much I'll out of it as i can down the toilet <laughs> yeah man fuck it i just yeah, uh yeah. i i thought it was really cool um that you kind of had hit the point where you're like you know something enough of the real world i've kind of done this right. um and for me somebody that's been in the sport pretty much my entire adult life i've i haven't lived in the real world for so fucking long you know i've been in the skydiving world for so long that i forget what that you know the grind is really like the pressure the pressure of like like that's what it is like you know i've worked for this company for 10 years i'm about to be a manager in this company like my boss is gonna my boss has been one of my best friends for 10 fucking years he's gonna be heartbroken when i tell him this 
<laughs> but he's gonna he's but he's also a very understanding person so he's sure. gonna say you know go live your fucking life you only sure. have one fucking we have one ticket on this ride man yep. go fucking ride it dude yeah absolutely <laughs> so uh you'll have to uh just send him a link to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking that too <laughs> just go hey i got to do this really cool podcast thing and 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 uh yeah. wait wait for the telephone call from him take the pressure off yeah right so now looking <laughs> down the road do awkward talk yeah right now looking down the road uh, um obviously this first year is just kind of to get your feet wet and to get out and really embrace the community see the country and all that stuff um do you have daydreams of where you see this all going i mean have you have you wondered what you might be able to get out of it or are you literally just as open-ended as you can um yeah literally i'm just fucking jumping into deep space and letting the universe take me dude <laughs> that's pretty cool man that's yeah, pretty cool. I mean, I'm 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 a very uh moment person, man. Like I, I bought my house like on the moment. Like it was like one of the first houses I fucking looked at. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. My truck, the same thing. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And it, it's always worked out, you know. Sure. I, I give the universe my fucking universal uh practices and it fucking it gives it back to me, man. Nice. Now, um, do you have <laughs> uh you have family there in Oregon? Yeah, yeah. Um, my whole mom's side of the family is here. My whole dad's side of the family is back east. I'm from Massachusetts and New York. And so that's where I'm going to like travel back. And uh, my family has a cabin up on upstate New York that I'm going to like hit with my dogs. Never seen it. And I've always nice. wanted to bring my dog there. And so nice. I'm going to do that thing. And so this first year is going to be mainly like traveling, but actually you know, focusing on jumping, get my ratings and everything like that. So awesome. You know, there's, I have the opportunity now and, and I'm going to go fucking take it. There's a, you know, it's kind of funny. You'll find, uh, um, especially now that you're in the sport that there's drop zones everywhere that you never realized were there. Like there's a, a, a right. fantastic drop zone called Sussex. Um, you're going to be going past uh, heading to upstate New York. Um, Philadelphia has cross keys just across the bridge. One of the most amazing drop zones out there. So you'll find all yeah. of these little gems everywhere. Right. And it's right. really cool. You'll go, have you yeah. been, have you done the Southern California thing? Have you seen like Paris Valley and Elsinore? No, dude, I've literally only jumped at Eugene Skydivers and Skydiver Arizona. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I think I, I, I keep picturing like people like, what the fuck are you doing? You have fucking 30 jumps. What are you doing? And literally, I'm just fucking I'm going to go fucking do it, man. Dude, I think you're going to be really surprised. Uh, people are going to they're going to love it. You should uh, uh, totally reach out to Dan BC Um uh, on Facebook and let him know. Cause he's, uh, I think he's still out in Paris Valley. Um, so he's in Southern California. You can head that way on your way to do a rigging course with, yeah. uh, with Jarrett in Arizona. Shit, man. Nice. I'm so excited for you. I'm like ready to plan your <laughs> shit up. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, I'm fucking stoked, dude. I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to head out there. If people want to like join my fucking shit, when I fucking start cruising, we'll fucking cruise together. We'll go to places, man. I just, I just want to go see the world before I'm too fucking old to do it. Sure. I don't want to sure. like retire at 64 and then you're like, okay, what? I'm going to go to places and go fishing. Sure. Sure. No, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, and, and it really is a pretty epic sport and community to do exactly that. I mean, fuck yeah. dude, skydiving yeah. has taken me all around the world. You know, I mean, I, right. I found myself doing tandems over the Fiji islands I, in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. I've done, you know, all over the place in these, 
spectacular corners of the world that you never would imagine that because once upon a time I decided to jump out of an airplane. Now I get to exactly. do these things. So yeah. fucking cool. And it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it seems like you uh, you've got a pretty good mindset um, in dealing with uh, fuck the negative stuff. I just want to get back to the positive. Yeah. Fucking a dude. I fucking, uh, the book Zen, the art of happiness, man, the universe is perfect. No matter what happens, it's the, the most perfect way that could ever happen. So yep. just fucking send it, get out there and fucking <laughs> take it, man. Now, have you, <laughs> have you talked to uh, the family at all about the plan or? Yeah, I've talked to, yeah, my mom and dad, you know, they're all excited. My, you know, my dad's like, what are you selling your house? Like, well, you know, it's just a fucking, it's a piece of material that I have right now. That right. doesn't mean shit. Right. Like, you know, what is material, you know? Sure. Are they supportive? Yeah, they're definitely supportive. Yeah. yeah. How cool is that? Right, right. I, was, I mean, I, I can't it, it makes it that much easier. Now you can have a family saying like, Oh fuck, man, what are you doing? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Most I, I would, would make that that much harder to do. And, and honestly, I, I feel like most, at least half of the families would be like that. What the fuck are you doing? You're established. Oh, absolutely. You're yeah. where you're supposed to be. You're about to be a boss. Yeah. It's that social <laughs> conditioning, man. It's that social conditioning. that just says you're supposed to, graduate college get married have a kid be a debt the rest of your life sure like why dude the, the world's coming to an end what the fuck are we doing here man sure. <laughs> well you know and it's kind of funny too because regardless of what side of the fence you fall on politically or anything like that regardless of what social side you're on the one thing i think everybody agrees on is shit is fucked up <laughs> Yeah, and it's getting more fucked up by yes. the day. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what your beliefs are. Nothing's going as planned anymore. So no, fuck no, man. I I go enjoy your fucking life, dude. Yes, dude. I I <laughs> we got dig... one. We got one ticket on this ride. <laughs> I dig the idea. I dig the enthusiasm, and I I, yeah. I honestly I, I want to push you into trying to keep as much of a a journal or a log of the travels that you do modern day being what it is fuck dude i'd buy a gopro and and hit the button for a few minutes every day and tell right, people what right. you're doing because there's right. so many people that would love to embrace your idea but never will so right. they want to be able to live vicariously for somebody that's doing it um right. or people that if you manage to, to, you know, pull it off and, and do it in a way that looks appealing to them, they're going to kind of want to follow that template. So I, yeah. I highly recommend that you really keep a good track of everything that you do. Cause I want to know yeah. how it goes, you know, I mean, yeah. now yeah. that we've connected, I'm going to keep track of you just so I can find out what the hell happens, but uh, I have yeah. a feeling you're just going to yeah. have an amazing time. I know. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to try. I'm not really good about the whole social media and fucking like put myself out there and everything. But sure. I'm definitely going to try because, you know, I'm going to be out there by myself. So I'm going to sure. be fucking scared. And, and actually, I think putting it out there on social media and everything would actually help me get by the whole thing. You know, the thing with it is, honestly, for as narcissistic as the world can be, when you've actually got a plan and you've actually got a, a goal and you're you're aiming towards doing something and bettering your life, I don't think that that's narcissism. That's just you um, taking a modern approach to the you know the journal that a lot of people used to keep. Right, right. You know, yeah. I mean, 
when when I'm old and gray and have Alzheimer's, I'll get to listen to all my podcasts over again and think, who the fuck was that asshole? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah. It honestly, if, if for nothing else, if nobody else enjoys it, man, it's your own way to, you can to look back at it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the great thing about skydiving, too, is I've got 25 years worth of, of videos and pictures that as my memory fades, those videos don't. You know, so right. I don't remember the specifics to this, that or other jump, but I've got every logbook from, you know, my first couple of thousand skydives that I kept meticulous track of. And it's super cool to be able to go back and, and relive it. So yeah, yeah. highly recommended. So yeah. I, I'll be able to post things um, as you get started. And if you, if you get yourself a bit of a social media presence, I can definitely help aim people towards following what it is that you're doing, but give them your cool. full name. And you said you, you do have Facebook just to keep in touch with. Yeah. I have Facebook right now. I, I was like planning on doing an Instagram whole thing and all that kind of stuff. I just, cool. you know, I've never been big on social media, so I don't know really how to do it, but I'm going to, you know, I have, I'm not going to leave until August or so. So I have this six, next six months to figure it all out. And everything. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, again, like I said, I highly recommend uh, reaching out to guys like Dan BC post yeah. questions in that group, dude, there's a lot of amazing, um, experts that are are watching that group brian germain is another great one to give fantastic advice every once in a while i i pull something decent out of my ass half of the time don't listen to me (laughs) (laughs) but those guys they have incredible advice so uh, you've got this wealth of knowledge in such a a welcoming community that i think you're gonna find yeah yeah i I think the nerves are gonna go away pretty fucking quickly yeah yeah you know that's what I, that's what actually made me fall in love with it the, the fucking community is just awesome man the people i met down there they're just so open to like you know and, and most things when you're new they're you know most people are like ah oh, you're fucking new no no big deal you know but man it's got in the community they're like oh you're new fucking come on let me teach you some stuff like, come with me you know and it's absolutely just, it's beautiful it's fucking amazing skydivers love to share their passions and they love to be able to help someone out to get them to the next level and I've been fortunate enough over my career that a lot of the people that I've taught in one way or another have surpassed me skill wise years and years and years ago. And so I get bragging rights forever to be, look at this. (laughs) Yeah. I I got to give a little nudge. I got to help just a little bit. And and it's, uh, it's just as good from this side as it is from your side. And I, I don't think it's going to be that long before you'll find you're giving advice to somebody else, which is pretty fucking cool. I'm excited. I'm fucking, I'm super excited about it. I thing. I'm terrified. I'm fucking daily. I'm fucking terrified. I like, I question myself daily. I was like, Oh fuck, should I do this? Can I do this? Sure. But like, even when I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do this in the back of my head, I said, I need this for my fucking life just to, yeah. Just to go fucking do it, to have that experience, man. Well, you know, it's been my experience that the people that are absolutely sure of what they're doing are the ones that are going to fuck it all up. And the right, ones right. that are terrified are the ones that are going to take it one step at a yeah. time and figure out yeah. what the fuck's going on. I'd rather yeah. have somebody nervous and aware than sure of themselves any day of the week. And cocky, yeah. Yeah, yep. fuck that, man. <laughs> cocky motherfuckers, <laughs> they get they get yeah. bent and broken real easy. <laughs> yeah, life's fucking terrifying, man. If you yeah. go through life fucking thinking that you know everything, yeah, you, you don't. 
That's well, that's the other great thing about skydiving is you never finish learning. There's always right. something new to learn. There's always something to be taught. So it's, yeah. it's just this constant process, a lifelong process. Yeah. Gray, yeah. man, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time, cracking a beer with me and having a little conversation. I really look forward to seeing what goes on over the next couple of years for you. And I wish you all the best, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was right. a great. I was fucking nervous about coming on here, but I, I <laughs> like you, man. I hope we meet up. Piece of cake. Oh, we definitely will. Skydiving is too small a community. <laughs> Hell yeah. Peace, bro. And there you have it. Another episode of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void brought to you as always by, and say it with me, fuck yeah, NZ Aerosports. Head to nzaerosports.com. By Pussfoot. That's right. Head to Pussfoot.com, the Extreme Sports Collective, and check out everything they've got to offer. By SummitParachuteSystems.com. Jarrett Martin and the family cranking out amazing pilot rigs, as well as incredible rigging courses. And now joining the Lunatic team, it's the one and only Tony Suits. You know him, you love him. Head to TonySuit.com. Check out all the amazing standards, as well as the new incredible signature line they've got going on. And as for us, the Lunatic Fringe is now on YouTube. That's right, you're going to have the chance to put faces to the audio by heading to YouTube.com and looking up the Lunatic Fringe Podcast. It's easy. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, check out all the amazing videos from the previous guests that we've had, as well as new and upcoming interviews on video. As always, I am the fucking pilot. Head to thefuckingpilot.net or theprincesspilot.com. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time around.